0: A lot of people can say like, oh yeah, like class reps don't do anything. I'm like, yeah, because there's not really anyone telling them what to do. Like it's really like what you wanna do, you can't do.
1: Hey, it's Savvy. Welcome to the Lightbulb Podcast, the unofficial podcast of Phillips Academy Andover, where we try to shine a little bit of light on your day while discussing current events and interviewing the faces of the Andover community. Long time no see. We're so happy to be releasing our first episode of the 2020-2021 school year. Um, in this episode, episode seven, Wi-Fi and Munches, we interview some class reps, Mary and Kit. To find out what they're up to in student government and to learn a little bit more about them as individuals. For show notes from this episode, head to the link in our Instagram bio, or if you're interested in joining the Lightbulb crew, DM us at the Lightbulb Podcast. Anywho, let's get on with the show.
2: your like name, your personal pronouns, and maybe some of like the fun things you're doing during quarantine.
0: Okay. Um my name is Mary. I use she her pronouns. Um I've been baking a lot. I've been hanging out with my dog Nashi. Um, I was working at a bookstore, no longer working, which is more fun than working. But yeah.
2: Bookstores are pretty fun to work at.
0: Yeah, no, it's definitely better than like other stores. I feel like the bookstore clientele is more agreeable like last year i worked at like a <laughs> surf and skate shop people were super obnoxious there
3: of course uh i am not uh in your grade but the issue is and of course Ishu would know uh that you are his uh, class rep class of uh 22 so um what's it like being class rep
0: um it's fun there's really like two sides to being a class rep so there's like the student council side um and then there's the more like I guess like public like organizing class events and stuff um which is what like we usually focus on more uh but yeah no it's super fun it's super rewarding last year was super awesome for munich and sam and then we all got reelected.
2: what do you feel was your biggest highlight as class rep
0: um i don't know the one that sticks out to me the most was probably the class assassin game we held um, oh, yeah. we did it in like late like middle, late winter term. So everyone was kind of like in their bag, not really feeling it. Um, sure. But it was super cool like seeing people kind of like wake up again and like be super like excited and happy to do something. Um, and I I, don't know, I personally felt that it like created more class spirit, um, which is cool. Like getting people to interact who like normally wouldn't interact. But yeah, that was fun.
3: Looking forward for next year. Uh, how do you plan to plan those similar kinds of activities when students are not on campus?
0: yeah that's definitely a question that's been on like my mind definitely been on Nick and Sam's minds. We just had a meeting last night actually um oh. I know we have some we're planning on releasing a like a minecraft server for a class <laughs> yeah. yeah um I am not like I am not a person who like uses Minecraft, but Nick and Sam seem like pretty excited about it i'm I mean I think it'll be fun um yeah, I mean it's hard to plan activities online. Just cause I know that most kids won't go. Just like being frank, like if I say like, oh, like Netflix party, like for this thing, maybe like two people or like max, like twelve people will show up. Cause mm-hmm. people like people go in friend groups, so it's like you have to convince the entire friend group to go. Um, but I feel like the Minecraft thing will be good. Yeah, and I think Nick, he's setting up like a class Discord Discord server or something, um, mm-hmm. which I think will be funny.
2: You mentioned earlier that you started baking during quarantine what are some things that you've made so far
0: pocacha which is this like yummy like bread situation um it's super easy to make you just like make the dough you like let it expand and like when it like expands it like gets super big and you just bake it off um but yeah i don't know it's it's just so easy you guys should try you just gotta get like yeast and like flour like olive oil Mm -hmm. that's it
2: Apart from baking, we've heard that you have a great sense of fashion. How has your sense of fashion changed during quarantine?
0: Uh Yeah, um, I think maybe this is true for like most people, but my style has definitely been more like comfort oriented during quarantine. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I realized that like wearing an outfit that I like is actually super like, it like makes me feel really awesome. Um, So I don't like, I try not to wear like sweatpants all day. I try to like put on an outfit. Um, I wouldn't say it's, like, my style has necessarily, like, changed that much. I feel like definitely at Andover, I don't, like, dress for other people, but, like, I like wearing stuff that, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm, like, dressing more for myself now, I guess. Um,
2: Yeah, definitely. Aside from fashion, though, we've also heard that you play a great deal of Pokemon, too. What's your favorite Pokemon?
0: I have no idea because I feel like my first answer is Piplup, because that was my first Pokemon. Um, but like I also remember like really really liking like Staraptor and like Luxray. Yeah, maybe Staraptor. Actually, I don't even know because there's so many cool Pokemon. Huh? Yeah, Ugh, those games were just so good because I always feel like like the storylines were always like super super like super super good like the plot. Yeah. Super well, solid.
2: Like- I don't really like the legendary Pokemons. They always like they're so hard to what? get. And I remember I wasted so many Pokeballs because I lost I used my master ball on like a very common Pokemon. And like Lucky But like my brother always like would turn off my DS and I would never get to like save it in time. Like I, I always had a huge problem with saving it. Because like I'd play like two to three hours straight. <laughs> and then I just wouldn't save it, so I'd have to go back to where I started.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so horrible. Yeah, no, I was like hardcore Pokemon player. Mm-hmm. I remember I tried the card game, but none of my friends liked the card game. So now I just have oh, like, all these cards. I never understood
2: the card game. I like had some of the cards, but I just didn't know how to play it.
0: <laughs> I mean, I definitely was not playing correctly. I was just like, like attack that! thing but definitely not playing by the rules yeah <laughs> yeah because mm-hmm. there were like the tokens you had to like flip it and stuff i was like this is just too complicated like i'm eight years old <laughs> yeah i remember around that time too like what was really popular was like Yu-Gi-Oh, bakugan and like beyblade
2: bakugan i i used to like love beyblade yeah. beyblade was popular
0: uh, those games were so good i feel like we need to bring those back like so yeah. fun
2: Thank you so much for the conversation. Our last question is basically one that makes it come full circle. Why did you choose to become class rep?
0: I wanted to run because I was like, I didn't run freshman year. I was like, I don't really want to do that. It doesn't seem like my thing. But then I remember seeing what like the people, like like the class reps my freshman year did. And I was like, that's so sick. Like, I think I underestimated the role that class reps actually play in like, like fostering like class spirit and stuff. Mm -hmm. um and i've also realized that like the role is really like what you make of it so like a lot of people can say like oh yeah like class reps don't do anything i'm like yeah because there's not really anyone telling them what to do like it's really like what you want to do you can't do because the adults are super supportive like mr capano if you just ask him like can we have a munch like next day he'll be
1: like yeah and then no it's just like yeah (laughs) it's fun but yeah that's cool and that concludes our interview with Mary, who's a class rep of 22. Um, you know, Check out the show notes if you wanna find some more info on her. And thank you, listeners. Let's move on to part two, where we interview
2: Venkit. Hey, Venkit. Hey, what's up, guys? What's
3: up, Venkit? Thank you. Thank you for having
2: me. Of course. First off, we'd like you to introduce yourself and be sure to mention your uh, preferred pronouns. All right, hey, everyone. I'm Venkit
4: Sundram. My um, uh, pronouns are he, him, his. I'm a rising lower at Andover. Uh, yeah, that's about me. I'm from Seattle, Washington as well. So go Hawks.
2: They used to be good, except I'm a bandwagoner. <laughs> I don't know, man. So, are you... I liked them in like 2016.
1: <laughs> Wasn't that when they were in the Super Bowl?
2: No, it was two years before that. that. was also Didn't like Russell Wilson like, go away or something like that? No, no, no. We're we're really good
3: this year. We're going to win it all. Mark my word. I will. I will mark those words. What happens if you're wrong? (laughs) There you go.
1: (laughs) Are you currently in Seattle right now? Where have you been residing during quarantine?
3: Sorry, I
4: I think you cut out. You said residing? Yeah. Is that what you said? All right. Um, I'm at home. I'm in Bellevue, Washington, which is like a suburb of Seattle. Uh, That's where I've been for the most part.
2: It's called Bellevue because oh. there's a view of, like, a... So. <laughs> oh my god. I'm actually not sure. It's a good question. I think it's French. Um, maybe
4: it is. I'm actually I'm not even sure. I've, been, I've lived here for a while. Uh, eight years now, so long time. No, oh, damn. 11 years. A uh, long time here, so it's been good, though.
3: It's been nice. That's good. How has uh, quarantine been?
4: It's been okay. Uh, I think initially it was hard because of how, like, you know, self-quarantine I was in my house. After that, like after I think June, things started picking up a little bit. And I was able to go outside. So because that made, that made it really nice. Um, nice. Able to go like to a couple of tournaments as well. So that was fun.
3: Do you have any uh, hobbies or pastimes that you picked up from quarantine over the summer?
4: Yeah, since I guess since quarantine, I've gotten a lot more involved in uh, political campaigns. Uh, it's been easy to, to get involved, especially being remote. Um, otherwise, I'd have to like, you know, drive to someone's house, do a lot of events there. Uh, but it's been nice having it remote um, to get involved in that sense.
1: And by political campaigns, you mean like this upcoming election or the primaries or what exactly?
4: Yeah, so I'm currently working on two political campaigns, two state level campaigns um, for two state representatives here in Washington. Um, one of them is in my district. And uh, I'm one of her field. I'm her field director, and then on the other campaign, I'm just an intern. Uh, but that that's further south in Issaquah. Um, but it's been a lot of fun though. I, I've really enjoyed it, and uh, it's been good to have this kind of opportunity to get involved. Um, otherwise, I feel like if everything was going on like usual, I'd have a lot more sports, a lot of I mean, a lot of other activities that would have taken you know the time that right now I'm able to spend
3: in politics. Nice. So speaking of campaigns and stuff like that. Of course, you yourself ran for a uh, class rep last year uh, with Very nice segue results. What can I say? Smooth transition. And uh, thank you. So um, how did you feel about uh, your year as uh, a class representative of um, class of uh, 2023 uh, last year? Yes.
4: Yeah. So I think <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun. I think it, it was tough because it took us a little bit to get accustomed to what we could do. Uh, and also, it was, uh, we, we had to spend a lot of time initially um, working with the whole team. We did a lot of uh, you know, school events in the fall, especially. Um, we were only able to focus on our class specifically uh, in the winter. And then the spring, obviously, everyone had to go back. So we had a lot of stuff planned. So that made it harder because I feel like we could have done a lot in the spring. But overall, it was a great experience. You know, Great people I was able to work with. And hopefully, we were able to represent the class pretty well. Um, but I thought it was a lot of fun. I, I had a lot of fun doing it. Yes, I liked you as class rep. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate that.
3: Well, no, that, that uh, is, that, see, Savvy is trying to sabotage <laughs> me. I don't exactly. I don't know for what purposes. That's but, a good one.
4: <laughs> That's a good one.
3: <laughs> but yeah, you, I, I, to be, to be real though, I thought you did pretty well as class rep alongside um Jason.
4: it was, it was Jason Fallon and I. Um, exactly. Well, we we were we were able to do a lot. I think uh in terms of what we did for a school uh our team was able to. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna boast a little bit. Um, be the first class to actually fix uh, the school Wi-Fi. Nice. Um, I think that was pretty monumental. I mean, in terms of the effects people saw, it's not gonna be um, you know big right now. But we were able to you know, help in the process of getting a lot of dorms um, the newer routers and to get them eventually to a path where we have you know some of the fastest Wi-Fis in terms of. Uh, uh, boarding schools almost. So I think that was a big step forward. And obviously we plan to continue doing that for the next couple of years to make sure that transition is smooth as well. Um, but I think that, that was a lot of fun. I think that that was, was a good project, I guess.
1: Honestly, I thought that was clickbait. Like I didn't actually realize that was a real thing.
4: Uh, when, I was, uh, when I said it initially, you know, I was talking to some people. Actually, you sure are your, I guess, dormmate Brent. I was talking to Brent about it. I was talking to, talking to Yasha about it. And uh, I was thinking, you know, what can we really do right now that like is massive, and you know is way bigger than the scope of what I could have said at that time. And then it was like fixing the Wi-Fi because I found that actually is a pretty big issue um, for a lot of people. And I think it was it was kind of clickbait to me in the beginning. But as soon as I actually started working with the people that work, you know, tech and stuff, Mr. Malik, um, and he was very helpful in that process. I, I actually saw that it became a reality, and we were we we're eventually able to you know improve. I think. 16 dorms last year with COVID, it slowed down a little bit. Um, but 16 plus dorms, we were able to upgrade all the routers and get them faster wifi. So that was, you know, pretty awesome for the team as well, you know, to accomplish that. Sadly, my dorm Pemberton was not fixed. <laughs> I, I did hear a couple houses that, you know, didn't get fixed. Uh, a house actually checked. I sent them a specific email after, I think someone asked me and, uh, they had actually fixed America house last year. Um, it's obviously a slower transition for, ev- like for everyone. Again, that's why I mentioned we're going to have to keep working on it for the next couple of years because unless you're willing to spend like, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars and one year just to fix the Wi-Fi, um, it's a slow transition to get everyone up to date. So we focused on the houses that were um, the farthest back, one of them being Rockwell. Uh, Rockwell hadn't had it updated since I think the last five to ten years, if I'm not wrong. Um, so that was pretty It was pretty good to make sure we hit those dorms first. Um, but A House was fixed last year. So, I guess to answer that question, Pemberton, I, I remember them saying it was already fixed, uh, but we'll Ooh. inquire again at yes, Jason. Thank you very much. I probably won't be in
3: Pemberton next year, but, but who knows? <laughs> Anything is possible. Th-
4: th- then I guess we push it aside. We push <laughs> it
2: aside right now. Yeah, the Wi Fi is always the best in the bathroom, which is good for streaming
3: TikToks.
1: Do you have a confession <laughs> to make, Ishu? <issue? laughs>
3: exactly. Because, like, if you're like. Ishu, I think that came out wrong a little bit. Uh-huh.
1: Like to- but why tiktok's in the bathroom specifically
3: <laughs> oh we're, we're, we're going somewhere we're going somewhere with <laughs> all right next question um so there we go so Venkit, um yeah re-elections for a uh, class of uh, 23 um a uh, class rep is uh happening in the fall i believe right yeah it will so be so will you be uh running for a class rep once again
4: that's the plan right now um i'm planning to run again uh i I think there's a lot more we can do um even though it's online i think we're gonna be able to achieve a lot and i I hope i can you know be one of the people to spearhead that change and hopefully you know this year we'll be on top of our merch uh, i guess to be honest one of the regrets we have from last year is really waiting too long on the merch at least personally that's what i have and i think we're gonna be able to fix that this year um it definitely is going to require a lot more time and effort in working with the class. I think that's something that I really want to do. Um, and I, I think we're going to be able to get in front of it and then really do a lot this year. But, yes, I, I think I, I will be running uh, again. It's the plan. Um, oh, yeah.
1: and Go speaking ahead. of this year, obviously we're online. Um, what yeah. have you been thinking of doing for your class? Just planning events. Would they be online or what's, what's in your mind right now?
4: Yeah, so I think, unfortunately, we're we're one of the classes, the 23, that isn't, it isn't determined yet when we're going back. Uh, I did see that there is, you know, one of those, I guess 22 can also resonate with that. Um, But there is like that October timing that people are thinking that, you know, if, uh, I guess, we're allowed to, then we can, some people will go back. Um, But I think in terms of, we have a lot of ideas for events in person, if social distancing, you know, if we can do that in the spring. Um, and maybe winter term later in winter term. The events we're thinking about doing right now are a lot of online stuff. Um, you know, having the possibility of being like a Netflix, you know, group Netflix session for people that want to join. That's something we wanted to do earlier in the year. As well as using social media, our class Instagram, PA Class 23, uh, anyone that wants to go follow it, uh, to use that to communicate with new students, especially and to make them feel part of like, you know, the Big Blue community as soon as possible. Because obviously, Being online and, you know, coming to a new class is definitely hard, especially when, you know, you don't know the people and haven't met them before. So the goal is to use a lot of social media again and also to have a lot of online events through Zoom um, just to get to know each other better.
2: That sounds like an epic plan. Thanks, Jason. I mean, I don't have a segue,
3: but I got on a hoverboard. It's downstairs in the basement. (laughs) So other than, you know, other than talking about, of course, uh, class reps, um we we would also like to get to know you personally and and you know we're just interested in uh what do you usually do uh when you're on campus Yeah, that's a great question. Um what I normally do uh during campus
4: you know, on campus I guess is I, I like to hang out with the guys in the dorm. Um you guys know I'm, I'm a pretty extroverted person so I like to go hang out with different people uh different times, but uh, I guess I I played soccer in the fall. Um you know, did track in the winter and then would have played baseball in the spring. Uh, I think baseball is something that I, do, I enjoy doing a lot. Uh, so I think I would have been you know, working out with the guys in the gym or throwing on the field or something like that. Uh, I, I found myself, I guess, a lot um, part in the library uh, and it's not necessarily always doing work. Um, I'd rather kind of just hanging around with people. That was, like, I guess, like the prime spot to, to hang out, to socialize, uh, I think especially later in the year. So I found that as a good time just to relax. Especially after eating dinner, just come there, relax for like an hour, and then go hit my dorm and then do some work. But yeah, I think having fun with a lot of people, socializing,
2: all that. Pretty cool. But like, I I don't know personally know much about baseball, but like my brother plays, he's like Mm -hmm. gone for like three hours pretty much every day for baseball. So what's your like favorite position, like on the field? Yeah, so I've changed around a little
4: little bit, bit. Um, depending depending on the team I'm playing on. Uh, I know the third base and outfield now, um, pretty regularly there. So kind of on the, the corner, corner outfield or third base, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty funny to like, cause I watched this like one game against like, it was like Elmira versus Corning. They're just town names. And mm-hmm. it's funny to watch like the people fielding like in right outfield. Cause sometimes they get the ball hit to them and they just don't catch it. It's, yeah. It must be very humiliating in my opinion. But like, so basically the ball comes at them, but like, I don't know, just judging like from the, like, you know, from the seats, I don't know what they're called. Bleachers, bleachers. Yeah. Uh, I may not be like, you know, the best person to judge them, but like, honestly, can't you just like run to catch the ball? Like rather than staying in the same place.
4: So are you saying like someone was, the ball was way away and
2: they just stood there? And then they had their glove out, ready to catch it. But it wasn't just, it wasn't going to come into their glove. Sometimes the sun is bad. I, I will
4: attest to that. The sun gets really bad in the outfield. So may, maybe they just couldn't see the ball. It
2: happens. Huge criticism about baseball is, like, you you eat during baseball, right? Like, baseball seeds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, I mean... Some baseball call
1: them seeds? baseball seeds. Wait, people actually call them baseball seeds.
4: I was joking. <laughs> no, no, no. Sub-flower seeds. So, you just, you just call them seeds. Normally people just call them seeds. Um, okay. People are pretty, you know, I uh, guess, enthusiastic about what flavor they like. Um, Barbecue. I, I like the, the spicy ones. Yeah, oh, my yes, brother likes yes, jalapeno yes. ones. Like don't the they have like dill ones? pickle? Exactly.
1: Uh, I don't know why pickles... They do have dill pickle. Why is pickle even an option? I like pickles, it's but... It's good.
2: It's really good. I find it really Spicy good. ones are always
3: the but, best, in my opinion. I
2: know there was one I was trying. It was, like, pizza-like flavored or something. Are good. you a fan
1: of Big League Chew? Or is it, like, yeah? Me? Or just...
4: I personally... Uh, this sounds kind of stupid, but when I'm, like, playing, I don't like to chew seeds or um, have gum. I, I just feel like it distracts me. So I'm, like, I don't have any of that. I just go water, and uh, I drink a lot of water when I play. Um, but no seeds, no gum. Outside of the field, though, I'll have Big Chew. Uh
3: it's it's a like classic. Everyone has it. Oh, so yeah, I guess. Thank you, Venkit, for your interview with us, and we really appreciate. Of course. It. Of course, guys.
4: Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it.
1: And would you like course, to leave any socials in this?
3: Yes.
4: Um. I guess go follow the class Instagram. PA Class of Twenty Three. I'm not going to plug myself, but go follow the class Instagram.
3: All right, all right. Standing ovation for that. I'm not standing, but applause nonetheless.
1: A big thank you going out to both Mary and Venkit for agreeing to do these interviews. We had a really fun time. Um, And also to the listeners who stayed till the end because there's a very special surprise. We now have a regular schedule. You can expect a new podcast episode every hump day. Also, a little sneak peek into next week's episode, we have Natalie Chen and Lulu Sloss talking about true crime and the case of OJ Simpson. Finally, if you haven't already, please follow us on Instagram at the Lightbulb Podcast because we have lots of fun promo videos that you really need to watch. Stay enlightened!